JR the Boss Man Show. We're joined by the North Kentucky North's head coach, Coach John Brennan. Coach Brennan, I know you're happy, man. You're going to the big dance one more time, man. Well, we are, JR. I appreciate you having me, man. It's, uh, it's a surreal feeling. It never gets old winning the championship. and certainly very honored and humbled to get a chance to uh, take the Norse back to uh, the big dance. And, uh, exciting, uh, exciting last few days. Now, Coach, did, could you ever imagine when we first talked to you back when you first got the job in North Kentucky? Could you ever think that what you've built there the past four years, three years, 20 win seasons, two two chances going to the big dance twice? I mean, you're putting North Kentucky on the map, Coach. You're doing a great job up there, man. Well, I really appreciate it. You know, I felt like, you know, that we had the potential to, to, to do it. I didn't know we'd do it this quickly. You know, we, we, we've been honored to win. We won now uh, two regular season titles and two tournament titles, and uh, it's, it's been great. And, uh, you know, large part to do. We get some really good players. Our administration has been extremely uh, supportive, and our fan base. I mean, we're getting we're getting about six thousand fans a game now. So it is uh, it's really grown a lot. And uh, you know, we took the next step last night. And I remember, Coach, when we first talked to you the first time, you told us back then that this was a great job. It's a great spot to recruit, bring in great talent. The power people won't know about it, but, but you said that you would build this thing out. And, Coach, you did what you told us you know, when we first talked to you. You're doing it like you <laughs> laid that foundation, and it's coming to fruition. What you told us back when we first got, got to the job up there. Well, you, you guys have been great. I've been on the show every year, and, uh, it, you know, it, it goes back to players. You know, can, can you get the players you need to be successful in? And we've got tough kids that really bought in, that love Northern Kentucky, and really enjoy uh, enjoy playing with each other. And, and you got to have that if you're going to sustain any success at any level, uh, particularly the mid-major level, which is so hard uh, to really sustain it based on transfers and all those things. And, you know, we even had a few transfers this past year, but we were able to continue to build what, on what we've already started. And uh, you know, it helps when you got Drew McDonald and some of the stud players that we that we that we have here, some of the veteran guys. Now, Coach, I want you to break this down for us because you got four studs, in my opinion. Like Drew McDonald, Jalen Tate, Tyler Sharp, Dantez Walton. Coach, if you could share with my listeners about these guys. I told my listeners before you came on, Coach Brennan has a great roster that can scare people. He has four studs he can go to on a given night and get the job done. Yeah, Jalen Tate's a guy that I just, you know, we moved him to the point guard spot, six foot six. And- uh, he's dynamic. He's long. You know, he's uh, got a basketball background. His dad was a great player at Cincinnati for Coach Huggins. His brother was at Ohio State last year. And then, you know, Dantez Walton has had a double-double in the championship game last night. All he's done is win his entire career, including his high school, you know, two or three state titles in high school. And Tyler Sharp was a walk-on at Louisville and came here and earned a scholarship and really has become a dynamic, tough uh, scoring guard for us. And uh, you know, those guys all have the ability to take over games uh, on a given night. When you, last night, you know, we played really well against Wright State, but those guys uh, have done that pretty much pretty consistently all season. At least one or two guys have stepped up each night with needed them to. And, uh, Coach, uh, speaking of that, I, I think you spoke a, a great point. A guy comes to you as a former walk-on in Louisville, comes to your program, earns a scholarship. And I feel like at your level, Coach, like I try to tell people all the time, player development on and off the court, getting their mindset, right, getting them to accept their roles, it be also becoming great students and something so key at your level because about time they're junior senior players, they're like at a high major level for us being maxed out of growing their games physically, mentally, emotionally, and that helps you this time of year when it gets really key and it gets tight in tight games here. No question. And, and you know, we, we, we've done it through mostly high school players, so the development piece has to take place. You know, you have to look at a guy coming in as a freshman, next thing two years later, you're like, wow, you know, where did he come from? And you have to do that year in and year out. And you said it all. With those guys become juniors and seniors, they're a little bit more emotionally gone through some wars. They're a little bit more mentally focused at the end of the season when they need to be. They understand the, the importance of every possession. They understand the importance of playing with teammates and not making it about you know just what they do personally. And if you have that, then you got a chance to be successful. And uh, if you got a really young group that hasn't gone through those, then it really, every loss, every bad possession, every time they get put on the bench, it becomes about them. And when it becomes about them, you don't have a chance. you got guys that are off the page. And uh, you know, I think our guys have gone through that kind of growth process during the course of the last several years, and it's paying off for us now. Now, Coach, you all were down against uh, – down there in some final <laughs> game, now, that Coach, and 
you pulled it off, man. I know. And I was like, hey, I was like, good, good deal. Don't keep on with it. You know, I was cheering for you guys. I, I, I don't have no problem saying I was cheering. I don't care. But I, I'll do what I want to. But I was like, hey, yeah, I'm cheering for Northern Kentucky to win. Though you come on the show after you get you got the job done. But having your guys, man, pull it off for you, man, I'll tell you what, it has to be very feeling good. But you have to also get it focused again back for that final because if you don't, you can still, it can still all be over for you. If you don't get ready for that next game. Off the, off the, how the, of the other game there, Coach? Yeah, we had an 11-point lead against Oakland late. and uh, They went on a 13-0 run in a matter of four minutes. And um, we had about nine seconds to go, and Drew McDonald hit a you know, support center top five shot. You know, he hit a, a game winner, and uh, we kind of rode that momentum into last night, and uh, they stayed locked in. We had the lead from beginning to end. So, you know how it is, man. You're, you're living it. You're March Madness, right? Those things happen, and, you know, you're on both ends of them during the course of your career. We happen to have a good end of it this past weekend, and hopefully we can belly that into uh, some success in the NCAA tournament. Also getting those shots up before practice, after practice, crazy is off for you, Coach. Getting them shots up always pays off. <laughs> we suspect it, man. That's right. <laughs> That's right, ain't no doubt about it. You got there right, Coach. Now, also, Coach, I, what I want to talk to you about is how the horizon of this year was a dog fight, I mean, from top to bottom. No easy nights in the horizon league. I mean, you know, Coach Nagy has a tough team always. You got Mike Davis. Oakland's always tough. So, talk about your league, man. Since you've been in this league, this has gotten tougher and tougher. I look at the scores, and I'm like, man, these games are close and dog fights in the horizon league. So, Talk about your league, man. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand how really hard it is to win in your league each year. Well, I think what stands out to our league is two things, Jared. One is the coaching. I mean, it's just night in and night out, you have to really bring in. Some of the names you just mentioned are elite coaches. They've had tremendous success in their careers. Steve McLean's of the world as well, and great champions and guys like that. And this, you know, that's first. And the second piece is, a lot of high school kids that have developed over time. So you, what you did is you get a lot of continuity within rosters, and it makes it difficult each night. You know, we we won the league the year before last at fifteen and three. This year we were thirteen and five. We shared the conference title with Wright State. Um, and we came down to the last game of the last weekend. So it's competitive all throughout, uh, and it's, it prepares you for the tournament. And uh, I enjoy coaching this league. It's a fun league to coach in. It challenges you personally and professionally each night. And coach, you know, five game winning streak and. I know you're happy you went at the right time because it's always key to win at the right time. Your guys are on a high, and you know. So as you get, if you prepare for the tournament, coach, are you going to be trying to do some self scouting for your guys, kind of clean up some areas to where you can get better, depending on who you play, maybe a 14 seed or 15 seed, depending on how they, where they put you. It's going to be a, a a team that's going to be very talented and a lot of talent on the court and a lot of good coaching as well. So what are you going to be doing for us to prep your team whilst getting your guys at self-evaluation and self-scouting to get them ready for whoever you guys play come Sunday? That's a great question. Uh, and it's what happens in the mid-major leagues because we don't have our opponent till Sunday. So, you know, we've got to, we do got to self-scout. we got to look at our last two games and try to figure out where we need to be. Uh, the biggest thing is we got to get rested and we got to be emotionally and mentally in the right spot, probably more so than the basketball piece. A few years ago, I thought it needed to be, you know, a, a basketball thing. I think right now it's more emotional and mental where we need to be uh, because we don't know who we're playing. So we'll clean up some things that we saw on the court the last several games, but the main focus will be going forward, making sure we're emotionally and mentally ready. You got there, right, Coach? Cause I feel like that's the big piece of the puzzle, too. And you got some guys who's there with you when they when you win 17 as well. So I feel like the experience will help you guys the second time around because you kind of know how it is, what you're going to go through. I feel like having those guys that you have, man, they'll be ready to go. I see, I watch you guys on ESPN Plus, man. You all play with class, man. You all play hard every night. You break it. And I think you guys are going to be tough out no matter who you get. I hope so. And like you said, if we're 13, 14 seed, whatever that may be, you're playing a high level basketball team at the, you know, at the three, four seed. So uh, we better bring it. And, uh, you know, certainly hope we we do. And hopefully we'll be in a situation where we can, uh, you know, we can make it a competitive game and see where the chips fall. And, Coach, look at your roster again, Coach. You got that balanced roster, like you said. You, you have a, you're going to set up for great stability going forward. Now, I feel like. You, if I think you're you you are a good example for other coaches at the at this level because if you're things too, if you're allowed to build your program out the right way, it'll flourish for you year three, year four, year five, year six, if you allow it to get there point. I feel like you're a great case study for letting the guy work his system, work his plan, it's gonna go go good for you if you let him do it the right way, with the resources and the recruiting to get the job done. 
Yeah, you got to have everybody on the same page between your administration, your president, you know, your coaching staff. And, you know, we, we all do it differently, you know, and, and I've, I've been fortunate enough and blessed enough to, you know, be around Anthony Grant and, you know, Billy Donovan and guys that I really learned the profession from and, uh, you know, really kind of provide the blueprint for success in terms of, you know, the, the recruiting piece and the continuity piece. And then things got to fall in place. I mean, you got to, you hope to have your staff in place for you know longer periods of time. We've been beneficial and been lucky enough to do that. So, you know, things got to fall in place as well. But I, I do believe that uh, that continuity piece of a roster continuity and staff continuity uh, just gives you a little bit more of an advantage. Now, Coach, there any big plans for Sunday for us a watch party for you and the guys, or maybe at your house with the school to see where you guys go while I'm driving back from Nashville for, for to back to Atlanta from the SEC tournament. We've been in the car with it, whenever they bring it, break it down, back in the car. So, what you guys got plans so I can see where you, yeah, as you see where gonna, you are gonna go? Gonna, yeah, I think we're gonna announce it tomorrow we're, or tonight. We're gonna do a, a watch party for our community at our rec center or at our student union, and uh, I think we had about six, seven hundred people there last two years ago. And, you know, we're going to get, get ready and let them enjoy it. And, you know, it's, you know, selection Sunday for those that are going to get announced is like Christmas morning in college basketball. So that's what I always tell our guys. So we're, we're going to enjoy that day and then we'll be prepping all night to try to get ready for wherever they decide to send us. Well, Coach, you know what? I'll definitely put you in my bracket. I'm going to have you busting somebody's bracket, Coach. Just believe that. <laughs> the Norseman always going to get a, a check bar from me, man, always. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate it, Joe. Thank you. I always enjoy being on the show, man. Hey, Coach, anytime. Best of luck to you, buddy. I'll talk to you real soon, man. Okay, take care. All right, folks, this is John Brennan on the Boston Show, people. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. College education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach. T Will 24 or Instagram Travis L Williams 24 or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. All right, folks, back here with Jared, the Boss Man Show with Coach Bill Cohen. The Northeastern Huskies are back in the big dance again. Coach, how's it feel to be back in the big dance, Coach? I know you're feeling good up there, man. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, a very exciting time of the year and just uh, couldn't be happier for this group of young men. They've worked really, really hard, and they've earned this opportunity. Yes, indeed, and especially for the young men, your, your seniors, your, the guys who've been in the program for many years. How does it feel for you and them and the community that you guys are going back since the first half of 2015? You know, you had a great year, and you, know, you just top it off by making it to that big dance where everybody wants to get to in college basketball. No doubt. You know, it's, uh, for, for everybody that is involved in college uh, basketball, you know, everybody sets the goal at the beginning of the year to, to, to to make the NCAA tournament and uh, very difficult to do. And you have to appreciate and um, be grateful for the opportunities when you do get to go. But for, like you mentioned for the seniors in particular, it's, it's a kind of a uh, capstone end to a, to, to a career. Um, and to be able to go out in your last year um, to, to, to the last game you play is going to be in the NCAA tournament game. Um you know, it's just just a storybook ending. Yes, indeed. And coach, you know, this year for you, back to back, twenty three win season so far. As you go for number twenty four, I know they make sure your staff, university, feel just 
with ooze with joy the fact that how successful this team has been in your tools the last few years you know and you have great guys in your program guys who really represent what you, what you want to do as a program and as a coach and as a man uh, how do you feel about that man so these guys that great send off as you said that one one more time after all their hard work from from once you recruit them to now it's all paying off now yeah, I mean it's it's great to 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 deliver on on those expectations. You know, we had a really good team coming coming back from last year. Obviously, you know, as you mentioned, we had 23 wins and we came painfully close to going to the tournament last year and lost in overtime in a championship game. And um, but to be able to come back with many of the same players and and have another opportunity this year uh, to to get to have a good season and get to the championship game and then finally you know punch the ticket. Uh, you know, it's just really, really gratifying. And like I said, I think everybody associated with the program and, you know, our fans, our alums, our student body, um, you know, just got a lot of, lot of pride and a lot of gratitude for the opportunity. And you got two studs in, in Vasa and Jordan. Talk about, talk about what those guys have been to the roster this year. And some of the guys outside of those two guys who really played well for you and really has helped you guys get to the point now that you are in, in the NCAA tournament now. Well, I think I think we got a really balanced lineup. We have seven guys that average, you know, I think over eight points or more. Uh, we've had a number of different guys score twenty points for us in a game, but you know, certainly our our, our, our two primary scorers are are, are Vasapusica and, and and Jordan Rowland. Both those guys um, have the ability to score efficiently and shoot the ball from long range, um, and uh, you know, they're, they're they're experienced. You know, Vasapusica. Um, you, you know, the uh, redshirt senior and and Jordan's a redshirt junior, so they're they're uh, they've been around college basketball. They understand w- what what it takes to, in order to compete at a high level, um, and they'll be ready to go uh, once we find out who we're playing and where we're playing on Sunday. And coach, uh, this is something that I was spoken about with previous coaches as well. Having experience during this time of year is so valuable because they're not going to tense up if it gets pressurized or a bad play happens or a foul call you don't like happens. They're not going to get flustered by that. They can weather that storm and still look at the bigger picture here and see the bigger picture, not just the small picture in the moment. So having that experience this time of year is, is very valuable. And how much do you try to keep t- t- you guys to follow Vasa and Jordan's example so they don't tense up in those tight moments and play the right way, even when it might not be what you want at the current time? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, it, 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 that, that exact sentiment showed itself in the CAA tournament. You know, other, you know, Oster made a really good run at us and we weathered it and, Charleston made a good run at us and we weathered it. And, you know, that's, that's college basketball, you know, it's a game of runs and you got to emotionally be able to handle that. Um, and, you know, we have a veteran group um, and we have a, you know, a senior big man who's, you know, physically mature and they'll help us, uh, you know, handle whoever we might play. And we got a really good point guard play and we got a ton of uh, versatility and, and some shooting. So we're hoping that, you know, it's a formula that'll be a successful one um, when it gets down to, you know, competing. And, Coach, speak to this point as well. Like, it's at the major level, you have to have great player development programs. You have to get guys that are late bloomers to, to, to bloom in their junior and senior years for you to compete and be scary in the tournament because a lot of these teams on, on, on those one, two, and three, and three lines and four lines are young are young teams. A lot of those guys are 19, 20. You got guys 21, 22, 23 years old who are men going against kids and I feel like in that one and done situation as a we play this one game, this one forty-minute game. That experience and just having guile and having the mindset and the temperament to deal with it over, over so a lot of times overcomes all that talent. Sometimes when those talent gets flustered, they constantly play bad, make turnovers. And I feel like with your team having the veterans that you to do, you pose a big threat to a three or or or, or eleven seed. You know, you, you pose a threat to anyone you play, whether it be a thirteen seed or fourteen seed. Yeah, I mean, well, that's you know, that's uh, I think when you look at it, and when you look at the 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 highly successful mid-major programs when they go into the tournament, chances are they're winning 
uh, with upperclassmen. Like in our league, um, you know, I think uh, Hofstra was the one seed going in. We were the two seed, and Charleston was the three seed. And I think there was only one freshman in all the programs that were playing. So, you know, in order to win on our league, you got to be a little bit older. And then when you get to the NCAA tournament, you're exactly right. Some teams may have some really good teams and uh, high-level, high-ceiling players. Um, but, you know, we have we have an experienced group and a team that's kind of been together for a while. So they, um, you know, they, they figured it out and they figured out how, how to um, operate with elite teamwork. And, you know, sometimes, like you said, in that, in a 40 minute scenario um, that can serve you very, very well. And coach, the, the colonial uh, this year was a dog. Fight. I know Hofstra had it for a while. You know, you did, you, you got all you all. Uh, I watched it. I look, at, I look at your stats and look at the, the games on ESPN. And I kind of see the scores. I'm like, even the teams that call lower the league, it's a dog fight every night in the CAA. And I feel like that's good for, for, for the league is, is quality in the Ken Palms. I feel like that your league is a tough league to play. A lot of people don't realize how tough it is to play in your league with you, Charleston, Hofstra, being good every year. I'll tell you what, man, I just, the basketball in your league is just, just top-notch. People just don't realize it. Yeah, well, I mean, it, there's so, so much good basketball being played. And um, like you said, when you get in, into these uh, a league like the Colonial, you know everybody, every team in our league can shoot the ball. Uh, you know, there's size, there's athleticism, there's size on the perimeter. Um, there's really good defenders, uh, really you know really good athletes, and the top top portion of our league can go out and and, and play with many of the big boys. And uh, we've been fortunate throughout the years. We've had some success against some high major teams, and uh, as a a couple other programs in our league. And I think um, we're, 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 we're not a high major league, but when we're a veteran, any club in the, in, in the colonial, when they have uh, veteran leadership and a mature team, uh, they can pose a problem for some high major teams. And coach, I can only imagine how much you're going to have a hard time getting guys to play you next year. Because <laughs> there's a gift for the coach to go into the tournament. They don't want to play you next year. I can guarantee it. Yeah, scheduling, uh, you, you know, and we're not alone. A lot of teams that, you know, have had success or whatever, you, you, it's a challenge to complete your schedule. Um, but, uh, you know, we've always been one. I think our non-conference schedule is, uh, you know, top 10 in the country this year. Uh, we, we don't we don't duck and dodge people. Like, uh, we played Alabama. We played Virginia Tech. We played Syracuse. Uh, and then some really, really good majors, teams that, we went to the tournament. I think Florida and Northeastern were the only team in the country to, to schedule teams uh, that went to the NCAA, seven teams that went to the NCAA tournament the previous year. So, um, but we feel like when we play that type of non-conference schedule, we can, um, we can prepare ourselves for the Colonial and for the CAA tournament and hopefully eventually for the NCAA tournament. Um, because if you do you know, end up on a 13 or a 14 line and have to go play Kansas or somebody of that pedigree, um, it won't be the first time you've squared against, uh, squared off against, uh, you know, a, qu- a quality program like that. And you'll, you know, hopefully that breeds some confidence. Yes, indeed. And uh, Coach, I only imagine getting to the tournament helps you in, in recruiting. I guess close those guys who may be on the fence. But, well, they get, if I was going to play in the Northeast, I'd get in the tournament. So I feel that can only help you with trying to close the deal with players who you got your eye on. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, winning certainly helps. And I think, you know, all kids are looking at, you know, style of play, style of coaching and everything else. But I think one common um, desire for all recruits, you you want to go someplace and win, um, and have a chance. And you know, we we feel like um, you know our success in the CAA. We've uh, been a part of uh, numerous regular season championships and gone to the, this is our second time going to the NCAAs in the last five years. Um, and I think when young men coming out and they're looking for a place to play, uh, not only can you get a great uh, national uh, caliber education here at, at Northeastern, but you can also combine that with a really positive basketball experience and a chance to chance to go um, where everybody has a, a, a dream to go, and that's the NCAA tournament. 
Now, Coach, uh, last one I got for you is how do you kind of balance rest versus staying sharp? Uh, would the next phase be more of a self-scout, working on the, your fundamentals, kind of watching tape of the CAA tournament, see where you guys can improve at before you get your opponent on Sunday, and we all have a watch party on Sunday to kind of see where they end up sending you guys to uh, in, in the tournament here? Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll dig into it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on the court and in the film room and in the weight room. Um, and then we'll, you know, we'll have a watch party on campus where all, our student body will be there and our team will be there and friends, friends and families and, um, you know, just enjoy the moment and kind of, um, you know, because I think that's really special. Uh, I think the, the, the emotion of that, that, you know, the kids have earned it and, uh, you know, it'll be a special day for them and that'll be great. And then we'll find out where we're going, who we're playing and we'll, we'll, we'll dig into the preparation. But, um, you know, that's pre- pretty much the game plan over the next couple of days. Well, Coach, I'll definitely be looking for you guys when I get my bracket. I'll be in the car driving back to Atlanta from Nashville. I'm up in Nashville for the SEC tournament this week. So when I get back in the car, I'll, look, I'll see where you guys land. Hopefully I'll make, make sure you guys advance that bracket for me. I know you, you, your team is tough, a tough out no matter what. It's going to be a tough out whoever you guys get. They're going to have a battle on their hands for sure, Coach. Well, I appreciate you having me on and uh... – Thanks and good, good good luck to everybody out there and, and, and enjoy the March Madness. It's, it's uh, in my opinion, um, you know, the best sporting event in the country. So um, it's just, it's an exciting time to be involved in it. Yes, neat, Coach. Yeah, good, best luck to you, Coach. We'll talk to you real soon. Have a great week, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. No problem. It's Bill Cohen here on the Boston Show, people. Northeastern Huskies. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know. All the stars are closer. All the stars are closer. Tell me what you're going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. All right, folks, here on the Jared the Boss Man Show, and we're here with the Colgate Raiders head coach, Matt Langle. Coach Langle, come off a Patriot League win with his team over Bucknell. Coach, how you doing, man? Uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. Coach, it's the first time that Colgate's in the tournament since 1996 when I was nine years old, man. How does that make you feel <laughs> to get you guys back in that big days after all those years, man? Yeah, I was a senior in high school, actually, so uh, it's, it's it's been a long journey for us. We're in our eighth season here in uh, central New York, but uh, you know, I couldn't be more excited for this group and uh, – uh, the guys who have come before them who have uh, helped build this program into what it was able to accomplish this year. Yes, indeed. And, Coach, uh, did, did you have a feeling all year long that this team could make, make this run the way you made this year to get into the big dance, whether it be in spring workout, summertime, fall camp? Did you feel like this team could be special? Uh, yeah, to, to be honest with you, I, I, I'd like to say you got a crystal ball and you could say, hey, yeah, we're going to be there dancing in, in uh, March. But the, the reality of the situation is we did lose last year in the championship game at Bucknell. Um, and I was very impressed. Our, our guys were hurt big time. And um, it wasn't that close to the game. They, they were fantastic. They had three senior guys graduate and returning a really good roster. Um, and then when we started spring workouts and summer workouts, and we don't have summer school here, so it's interesting that the guys are kind of scattered across the country in their hometowns and Texas and California and Portugal and um, New York City and, and everywhere that the guys were, were working out. They, they, they constantly reflected back to um, that game and, and wanting to get back to that moment and, and wanting to not be away and be home. And so I think that was a big part of their, their motivation. They obviously accepted coaching. We had a couple new pieces that, um, you know, end up uh, being one guy that was player of the year in the league, Rapless Ivanowskis, and the other guy was rookie of the year, Tucker uh, Richardson. And so um, and I did have a feeling that we had the talent and, and we had the makeup of a group that could make that run, but it, it's so fragile, college basketball, and, you know, being able to position yourself so um, you know, I really credit the leadership within the team and uh, and the group's determination to to kind of make that happen. And we want eight straight to get ourselves an opportunity to to host the tournament um, throughout, and then we're able to win three hard fought games 
uh, over the course of you know eight or nine days to uh, to secure this this bid. Yeah, like you said, Coach, you had uh, 19 wins last year, CBI first round exit there. But I feel like you said, Coach, you gave you all something to shoot for. 24 wins this year, Asia to get, get them at home. And this time of year, Coach, having the experience and who are not scared of the moment, guys who know your system, know how it felt last year, know they want to have that same feeling again. With that mindset and that goal, that carry out within the tunnel to get to this, this, this big dance, I mean, I think that they help you, help your guys pull through. Because Bunnell's been good for years since Coach. Came back, came back there. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it, and you know I think it was it was really evident over the course of the the tournament. You know we had different guys step up in each game. Uh, Ivanowskis had a huge game. We had you know, Jack Ferguson in the semifinal game against the Naval Academy. Came off the bench. He's you know high school uh, you know uh, Indiana schoolboy, uh, just like you would think. You know looks like he's 15 years old, but has ice water in his veins. A great three point shooter. Uh, and then in the championship game, Jordan Burns from San Antonio, Texas, he had a career high, um, 35 points, and you know just was on fire. I've scored, at, at, you know, made threes, mid range, got to the rim. Um, you know, the guys were, um, you know, sometimes in the moment, the the moment takes the moment wins, and and you know guys aren't able to manage their emotions and, and rise to the occasion. But you know, every one of the tournament games for us, you know, guys stepped up at, at key moments and made huge defensive plays and got rebounds. And, you know, I think some of that experience of the past and, you know, definitely playing in the postseason last year, albeit the CBI, um, you know, certainly helps prepare you for those big moments. And, Coach, exposure you're getting for Colgate with this tournament win, uh, you know, you guys get going, going in there and going in there and being one-on-one on Section Sunday coming up here. It has to help you in recruiting. So guys you maybe have been talking to for months here who may be kind of on the fence now may say, hey, they're going to the tournament, 24 wins. I might want to join, I might want to join that squad now and say yes to Colgate now. I'm going to have to get some of our recruits to call you so you can uh, – that sounded pretty good to me. You know, I might need you to give them, give them that recruiting pitch. No, certainly as a coach, you're always looking forward to try and continue to build your program. And, you know, recruiting is the lifeblood of, of any program. Obviously, we return – you know, a huge part of our roster um, this this next coming season and have a couple guys sitting out, you know, transfer and due to injury who we really think are going to help us. But um, certainly, you know, what this, guy, what this group has been able to do and all the records that we've broken, the individual honors that they've, they've earned, um, you know, certainly help, hope that that, um, that helps resonate with young people and prospects to go along with the great education that you get at a prestigious uh, institution like Colgate University. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, for my listeners out here who may not know about Colgate and your coaching style, and so tell tell the listeners here about how how your team plays when they, when they, when they watch you. What, what could they all expect to see from your team? Yeah, I think for me, one of the things that you know I, I believe in is we're not a system based team. Like, I, I don't think that I have all the answers, and then I'm going to plug our players into our into the system. I, I, I believe that it is a player's game, the beautiful game of basketball, and. Our, our job as coaches is to take the guys that we have and, and try and uh, formulate a strategy that's going to help them shine. And, um, you know, so that's how we, 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 we start. And then, you know, from there, I, I think the game is most enjoyable and the guys that we've recruited agree with me that it's most enjoyable when everybody's involved. So we really like to share the basketball. We have, uh, you know, a lot of assists in a game. You know, we, we assist on over 50% of our, our field goals and, um, we like to spread it around, and that means the ball is moving and bodies are moving. And um, you know, we do shoot a lot of three-point shots, not just because we, you know, run and gun, but we try and take what the defense gives us. So sometimes that's playing inside-out basketball. You know, we've got some pretty good front-court guys that we'll throw it into, uh, but we also play a lot of pick and roll and have a spread offense. Um, you know, so you know, I think it's a fun, fun brand of basketball to watch. On the defensive end, we're mostly a man-to-man team, but you know, I think in the NCAA tournament when you're playing top 25 team like we probably will be you got to mix it up a little bit and try and keep them on their on their heels by changing defense so i think that in the snapshot is what what teams will see when they when they take a look at colgate and coach it's your level coach it's, it's very 
good. So it's very good for guys who want to develop as players. Though you know, if you got take probably a, a late bloomer that may be when a junior or senior will really be what what he's gonna be for us when his body, his mindset, his game, his weight as well in the weight room. So at your level, coach, can you kind of speak to how you guys have to kind of find a guy that's going to bloom a little bit late by the time they're a junior and senior. They'll be an all-world player that can carry you to a victory. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, um, you know, truth be told, like I still haven't met a young person who it's been their dream since they were five years old to grow up and play Division One college basketball at Colgate University. You know, everybody grows up wanting to go to Duke and and Kansas and Kentucky and, and UCLA. So, um, you know, I, I only say that just to say that the guys who we've had, um, they've been very appreciative of the opportunity to come here uh, and pursue the, the great degree that, that Colgate uh, offers you. Uh, but they've also had a chip on their shoulder because they've wanted to be better players and they wanted to prove other people wrong. And so I've been really lucky to have a great coaching staff uh, with me for these for these eight years. And uh, and they work really hard with our players on development. And so um, they're really good at what they do. But they also, you know, I got to give credit to the players because you know you can be a greatest coach on on individual improvement and development. But if the player isn't willing to put in the time and listen and do what the coach asks, then it, it doesn't work out. So you know the players that we've been able to have, you know, some of them they're not afraid to say it. They didn't have any other Division One offers. And they've turned into all league players, and everybody who's wanted to go on and be a professional player in our eight years has been able to do that. So we're really proud of that, and have been able to recruit those type of guys who are, um, you know, workers more than um, than anything else. And uh, it's certainly been a huge recipe for part of our recipe to find success. And uh, coach, uh, how do you go for is balancing? rest versus staying sharp or uh, is a lot of watching tape of the Patriot League games and kind of doing some self-scouting here maybe some lifting here and there getting some shots because you don't really know who you're going to play yet and when you're going to play so how is that balance you've kind of been been doing here the last few days yeah it's a it's a really good question so when I was an assistant coach at Temple University I think you know when we were in the Atlantic 10 um, you know, the A-10 tournament ended on Saturday or Sunday, and then you're right in the selection Sunday, and then you're right in your game prep for Thursday or Friday. So, you know, here in the Patriot League, our championship is on Wednesday night, so it's a little bit different. It's also a little bit different in that it's not three games in, in three days or four games in four days, in that, you know, you're basically in playoff mode for, for 10 days from the time the regular season ends. So, um, while you're only while we only had to play three games, you know our guys were 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 really using all of their energies to be locked in on the opponent and film study and game preparation and um, execution and all those things that it, that it took to win the championship. So we we would take a few days off for sure, um, and then we'll like you said, just kind of we got a couple guys you know nicked up a little bit. You got to get healthy, um, you know, and then we'll get back to some of our skill stuff. Uh, over the weekend before we find out who we're going to play. And then you've got, you know, three or four days to get ready for a really good opponent as you strategize and, and stay sharp as far as how you're going to try and execute a game plan and, and win the game. Uh, and last one I got for you, one more. Uh, could you talk about the, the Patriot League? I know we've had it on the Buck Nails coach or on our show before. We've also, uh, well, our Hawks in Atlanta, uh, Mike Muscala was a former Buck Nail guy, but we never had another school on. So it was first time having a start school from the Patriot League on our show in Union Colgate. So tell us a little bit about the league and how tough it is to play that league during, during the conference season there. Yeah, so we're a 10 team league, and obviously it's been a one, one big conference, but. Um, what I'll tell you about the Patriot League is, you know, all of our, our, our student, our institutions are academic driven. And, you know, the motto of the league is, you know, that, you know, they're today's student athletes, but they're tomorrow's leaders. And, um, you know, I think that's true with the military academies, Army and Navy and, you know, great academic institutions. You mentioned Bucknell. They've had a ton of success and, you know, the likes of Colgate. But, um, you know, I think it's an extremely well-coached league, and again, with the with the academic rigors and, and restrictions on some of the recruiting uh, that we're able to do, we get to, to coach really intelligent young men, but um, but guys who have a lot of other passions too. They're they're really good students, and they're very well-rounded individuals. Um, but they're, that also means they're, they're great learners, and so they're able to to listen to really good coaching that exists in our league, and um, they're able to execute. So I think you get you get a really um, you know, while there's some terrific athletes in our league, I don't want to undersell that. Um, you know, it's it's really a, a great execution-based league. There's a lot of intricate offenses and defenses. 
um, because of the coaching and because of the student athletes. Well, Coach Langle, I wish you the best of luck in the tournament. I hope to talk to you again after you made some upsets here next week, and, and we can see where you go 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 in, in that regional round, and we'll see where you go from there. Hopefully, Coach. So definitely, best of luck to you, man. I'm glad to have you on the show, man. Love to have you on the show again down the road for sure, Coach. All right, thanks so much. It's great to be on. Yes, indeed, folks. That's Matt Langle of the Colgate Raiders here on the Boss Man Show. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. All right, folks, we're back here on the Jared the Boss Man Show. Last one, the view of the week, we're going to be joined by a great guy. He's from Far Dickinson Knights, Hackensack, New Jersey. Coach Greg Corinda. Coach Corinda, you're living the dream up there, man. How's it going? I tell you, man, it is going, Jay, hard. I mean, it hasn't. Uh, we beat St. Francis of Pennsylvania, which is in Loretto, PA. It's like five hours west of here. Uh, and we beat a really good team for, on their court for a conference championship. And then when the bus, JR, was coming back, the wheels did not hit the pavement. We were just flying. We were bouncing. And it was, it was just surreal, man. I had my brother flew in from California, my neighborhood friends. From back in the old neighborhood, we had alums, we had a fan bus. It was it was surreal, you know. It was we, we went in 2016, but now in 2019, you really can appreciate it because you just know the difference. And this year, you know, we were expecting to win a championship. Where 2016, we were the third youngest team in America, and we just happened to win the tournament. But this year, we we've won 15 out of 17 basketball games. We got two great senior leaders. Uh, we have some really good young basketball players and a cohesive unit. So, ask me how things are going, man. They, they, they couldn't be going any better. Very proud to be the head coach of Fairleigh Dickinson University here in New Jersey. For everybody down in Georgia or Tennessee, we're in the shadows of the Empire State Building. It's a it's a happening place to be. And right now, it's 
happening like no other place. It's it's really exciting. Yeah, for Eric Dickinson, I, coach, I've been watching you against conference all year. I, I had on uh, Coach Tooley and Robert Morris a few weeks ago, and they was kind of ahead. I saw you guys are coming right up behind them. You got on that hot streak right there. I knew St. Francis yep. of PA was hot, and I was worried yep. about it because, you know, with your team being on the road again, you know, I, 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 right. I'm I not a fan of those owns campus site tournaments per se. I feel like it gives the home right. team a big, a big advantage to it, too much of a right. degree. But the fact that you are well on the road, and did what you did, I was like, man, this they're, right. they're, this team is, is really in it because, like, you have to go on the road and win, win a tournament like that. Not, is that one way we have a, the home side advantage? But yep. you had to go on the road. So it means even more to you guys. And I know that bus yep. was rocking, Coach. I wish I could be on the bus with you guys and uh, rocking uh, with you. <laughs> hearing your voice and talking to you for the last day trying to get this on, I know you would love it, man. And, and to be honest with you, JR, in 16 – we won at Wagner, so we, we we put on the board. We had a, a five and four record in on the road in conference this past season. You know we're road warriors. That's what we talk about. We our game it, it travels. You know we practice really hard every day, so that no matter where we go, we're playing the same way. So we don't worry about the fans, the referees. It's just ball, and we guard. We're not a great rebounding team. That's probably our one weakness. But when we do get clean rebounds, we fly. We've got a great point guard, Jaleel Jenkins, kid from West Virginia, that flies. we got a two-guard that's fourth in the country in three-point field goal percentage. Uh, we have a backup three. We, hey, how about this, JR? We played the entire tournament without our starting three men. He got a concussion in the last regular season game. Oh, so wow. we moved to Elijah Williams. We bumped him up to the three spot. He's been incredibly good. We got a 6'8" step out athletic foreman Caleb Bishop he went to St. Anthony's High School in Jersey City and played for Hall of Fame coach Bob Hurley and then we got a big man inside Mike Holloway from um, South Jersey uh, just a, a monster so you'd love our team and you know what JR they're great kids they love each other um, I think they respect me I, I, I am a very accountable coach so if they're not where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be it's not it's it's not taken lightly. So we have a cohesive unit that plays hard, respects the game, and good things happen to, to those kind of teams. And coach, you know, you remind me of my my, my coach at Tennessee State University, Cy Alexander. You know, he the same exact way, man. Like, yeah. you, you know, just bring it, man. Like he just tell me, Jr., you are three and D. You. Shoot, shoot them threes and defend like hell for me on the, on defense. Just try, give me effort. You just you do what you gotta do. Know exactly. your role. Like, and I bought into that because Coach knew, hey, Jr. is is a gunner, but he also give me effort on defensive end too. Coach, look here. There you go. Pick and pop, pick and roll, corner three. That was me. Now off the dribble, I might, oh. I might have to, man, I might have to get pull a fake. No, okay, we got I you. Know, man. I, might, I don't know how my assistant. You man, we got to go down there and get some more players from. Uh, from are you? Did you grow up in Georgia? Are you an Atlanta guy or where? where I'm an Orlando, guy? Florida guy. Oh no, Edgewater. Or what was your squad? Edgewater, you got it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know where the players are. Edgewater, yes I'm indeed. Good I'm good friends with the head coach and assistant coach at Rollins. I was a Division Two guy back in the day. Tom Klusman got his 700th win. Kyle Frakes was the golf coach and the basketball coach down there. So I love Winter Park. I love Orlando, man. That's my kind of place. Yes, indeed. Uh, my dad had me in Winter Garden, but he sent me to school at Edgewater. And then my dad was yeah. like, JR, you cannot go to school in Florida. I want you to go to school in Tennessee with your mother. So my mother went yeah. to Lipscomb. Yeah. That was that. They were still NAI then. I was like, nah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can play D1 ball, and thank God I went to Coast Size Basketball Camp my junior year up there in Nashville, ended up getting off my senior year. That's why I went to TSU and got my undergrad degree and my master's and became a 3 and D specialist. Then I transferred into being a radio guy after that, Coach. So I'm hey, loving hey, life. <laughs> hey, hey. It sounds like you're interviewing for a job, man. If I have an assistant job, I might have to call you, man. You know what you're doing. Hey, Coach, look here. I'll help you on the board. I help you get clothes, guys, man. I love working out at the gym. I love getting up shots, Coach. You hear me? Hey, I love it. I'm a baller at heart still, Coach. No, I do radio. I'm still a baller at heart, man. I'm still a baller at heart. Amen. Now, Coach, you got some, you got some great guys, man. I feel like this – 
just for you, Coach, going to help your program so so much, man, with recruiting, getting yeah. guys, getting, on, getting out here in Atlanta and Tennessee. You know, we got stations in Texas as well, California. So uh, for the guys who listen to us talk today, that's just two guys who love ball talking, Coach. Uh, talk to the guys who will listen and say, hey, give them a pitch to come play for you, man. I, I don't play for you in RB, Coach, right now. I'm 32 years old. I'll sit about to play for you. Number one, they're good grades. You know what I mean? You got to go to class and excel in the classroom because those guys, it carries over. So for all the boys and girls out there, do well academically. That is not just that. That's a necessity. And then play hard. You know, just play hard. When you when when you play, you don't know who's going to watch you when. Play hard. So when when somebody tells me about a player, the first I ask them, they're going to say, "Well, he shoots. How hard does he play?" And then if there's a hesitation, then I know there's a problem. But if he says, "Coach, he plays so hard," then guess what? Good students that play hard. I'm going to come and watch you, and then you have to have a skill. You know, if you're a guard, you got it handled. Don't turn it over and make open shots. And if you're big, you better rebound. And then at the end of the day, you got to guard. So now those are just a few of the things that we're looking for. The basic, but that's really that the game is basic. You know, the great greatness, simple. You know what I mean? Like that's it, man. You look at the NBA, and it's Steph Curry's jump shot is simple. But it's so effective, you know, and you just have to believe in it, love it, and no matter what anybody tells you, you got to do what you got to do and believe in yourself first and foremost. You got a chance to play for me and any coach that's worth the salt. You got that right, Coach, and, and this is something I, I know personally, and I want to talk about this as well with you, Coach. It's player development, Coach. I know for me, each end of the season, Coach Sow would give us a development plan. You know, for me, it would be right. working on jumpers off the dribble or defending harder or working on, working on my rebounding, boxing out better, whatever it may yep. be, yep. Be, be, being a zone buster, you know, coming off curl cuts, flex cuts, V cuts. So when you – at this time of year, Coach, after the season ends, man – you, I know you started in that development phase. So how do you guys go about developing guys, whether it be mentally, emotionally, physically, and in the classroom to be better men on and off the court for you and the program? You know what? I just lost you my phone a little bit. But, but as far as programs and what have you, uh, you know, you listen to your coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what we do. We have What we do is break up our team into guards and forwards. If you have a guard coach, and some schools they have one coach. Just listen to him. So many kids just don't listen. And if you don't listen, cannot get better. And if you listen and it's on your handling, well, for us, the team, preach. I preach it up here. Drive it. Don't dribble it. So many kids just dribble the ball when they should be driving it. Exactly. Drive it, then guess what? Pass it. You know, so dudes that catch it and dribble it, then take a shot or make them. Those are killers. They kill you. So drive it. Don't dribble it. If you're open, shoot it. And ultimately, end of day, end of story, is you have to guard. Because if you can't guard, you can't play. And 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 eventually, you know, you can get away with it. In the fifth, sixth, seventh grades, but eighth grade, freshman year, now you can't guard. It's a really, really, it's really hard to get players on my floor that can't guard on the other end, and that's that's as simple as I can get. But I uh, hopefully I answered your question. But just listen to your coaching. This there's no magic. There's no magic pill. There's no magic machine. You know, everyone's on the and that's great. If you've never done that, guess what? Get you a little easier. If not, go get your own rebound and flip it out. Pivot. It's just, it's just, and my players right now really, really want it, and that's why we're going to the NCAA tournament. You got there, right, Coach? And what I like about how, seeing, while watching you guys on film, how you uh, operate, y'all work in cohesion. I mean, I feel like yeah. you guys are, are symbiotic in, in what you're doing. You all move with a purpose. Everything is purposeful in what you all do. You have an yeah. end game, an end result in whatever you guys do. That's why I watch, when I watch you on film. I'm like, yes, this team can cause trouble because they're – 
they're all on one accord. They're sitting behind, they listen to their coach, and, do, yep. and then they're accepting coaching of what you're telling them, even in timeouts. I watched them in timeouts, how they was engaged with you in timeouts. Your guys really into it. So I, I, feel, I feel good about saying you all can make some noise if the, if the draw is just right for you guys. Well, I appreciate that, man. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of good kids. We have really, really good students that are good kids that, you know what, they are, try your hardest and do your best, and everything will work out. And if you don't try your hardest and you don't do your best, then you got no chance. And that's it's a simple way we look at things and simple ways work, and uh, it's working so far, man. Last one I got for you, Coach. Where's the plan on Sunday for the university? You guys are doing a watch party? Are you all going to have a big thing at school? What you guys oh, going yeah, to do for that? This is cool. We're having an open practice at 4 o'clock. So if anybody's listening that's traveling up to New York for the weekend on Sunday, open practice so people can come, take photographs with our players, pictures with the trophy, autographs, the whole nine yards. And then it's right before 6 o'clock, we're going to march to Mandis. We're going to march over to him and fill it up and watch the selection show and have a selection party over It's really a cool day in Fairleigh Dickinson University, man, and we're we're, we're looking forward to it. And uh, wherever we go, we're going to go and try our hardest and do our best. Yes, Nick, Coach Randall, it's been great to have you on the show, man. I wish you the best of luck. I'll talk forward to talking to you again real soon, Coach. You're coming into town to recruit. Please, I'll let have you stop oh, by our studio you. here I'm in Atlanta you. and stop by and see us, Coach. You got it. JR, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for your time. You're very welcome, folks. It's Greg Corinda on the Bossman Show, people. Check those guys out on Sunday. Look for them in your brackets. Make sure they put, put them through that victory, people. Do it for us. Thank y'all. Hi, right, Jay. I got a slide. Good talking to you. I'll be in touch. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you're going to do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the livest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.